Hey, this is Bruno. The podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Now, where's my pie? The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or... PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. I don't know why everybody hates on salt and vinegar chips. They're really good because they're not. They're not good. They are good. They are. They're fantastic. Yeah. I feel, right. yeah they're usually in the minority. Get ready to that. alienate our, our listener base, which actually <laughs> usually enjoys malt vinegar on things, especially fries. I mean, if you like it, eat it. That's fine. I'm not going to have any. All right. In your rankings, how about this? We're going to do regular salt and vinegar. Okay. Low. Salt and balsamic vinegar. Never had it. Right. Okay. Or those uh, dill pickle chips. Oh, dill pickle is definitely at the top of those three. I don't know if I've ever had it, but it sounds way better than Still the other two. Canada. What? You know, all dress chips. chips. All dress chips are pretty good. Oh, that sounds gosh. Really, I yeah, those are those really before. good. They are um, very good. Um, but I, I would think the, the salt and balsamic. Sea salt balsamic. That would be vinegar. really good. A kettle really cooked good. chip. Yeah. Like with a nice like oh, snap on it. Yeah. Chips. Yep. They got those Cape Cod chips around here mm. that are yeah yeah for yeah. real litits. Oh, you hit the record button. No, yeah, remember when we clapped and then the music played. <laughs> <And then the laughs> He's trying to play it up. You're so funny. You guys have shtick all the time. I'm not allowed to have shtick. No, you're not. You're the GM. You have to have the no fun. Fine. If you, you were summoned, if you were to be summoned into a random wizard's keeping, oh. what kind of animal would you be? Asks Drake473 from the Discord. Hey, and Tim out. This is episode 64. No, we're not allowed to have fun. I'm just going to ask a question. That's not fun. I'm just letting people know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> who hurt you? Tim, can obviously. You, can you tell him how to run a show real quick? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, what you want. Well, actually. Well, actually. But thank you for joining us for episode 64. Hold on. Yes. I'll, I'll do it, Dan Coldo. Episode 64, like a Nintendo 64, which I had when I was a kid. I had six games for it. Uh, one of them was Mario Kart. That's mostly true. 64 re- relates to the 64 bits in the system uh, that was much more than 32 bits or the 16 bits that the Sega Genesis had. Wow. My dad worked at Nintendo, so I had a Nintendo 65. It was a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, nerd. Hey, you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Really funny. 64 episodes so far. I think I got you down. (laughs) (laughs) Only known you for like, I can't math right now. Don't exaggerate. I'll call you out. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing is that that was 90% of the way to a Dan Cole impression. You did mention Mario Kart without making a, Bowser had a higher top speed because he was a heavy character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know I said that two or three times about Bruno. I totally forgot. I said it before. 
And it would have been Mario Kart 64, not just Mario Kart. Right. There's no game called Mario Kart. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, what was the question? So you have a listener question. We do have a listener question okay. from the Discord. As, a, as a usual, you can join the Discord over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash professional casual. Or uh, I often forget to mention you can uh, become a member of Discord by subscribing to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Or if you send something to the P.O. box. I was going to mention that because we every time we're like, we need to mention that more then we don't. Yeah. P.O. box, P.O. box G. As in G. Papa. Papa. <gasps> Air high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> P.O. box G, West Oneana. Yep. New York, 13861. I think so. That's what Justine said last night, so. Oh. In Oneonta is spelled O-N-E-O-N-T-A. One Anta. One yeah. Anta. Oni Anta. But from the Discord, we have Drake473 says, if you were to be summoned into a random wizard's keeping, what kind of animal would you be? So he's kind of piggybacking off of Will's question from an episode or two ago about what animal would you be? But in this case, right. you were summoned and you were turned into an animal. So it has to fit inside of a wet bag or a Or like a behind pocket. your ear. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a handful of bees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a handful or a mouthful? Uh, well, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Papa After Dark is the mouthful of bees. <laughs> Isn't that like your favorite meme ever? Like the only thing. The only thing that can stop a bad man with a gun is a good guy with a mouthful of bees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What animal would I be summoned as? That's the only thing that's going to be able to stop Bruno is a dude with a mouthful of bees. Oh my god, I got to be wa- watch out for for that. Yeah, <laughs> you do have to watch out for. Well, I think that we can rest assured that Bruno's going to know what to do when he sees somebody with a mouthful of bees. Mm-hmm. Ask him where the honey is. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> that, sure. that actually that uh, checks out. I feel like Mina would be like a cat or something. I don't know. Because of Hello Kitty stickers? Yeah, that's actually more of a connection than what I was going with, but thank you. If it was an evil wizard, they would summon you as a fish. An evil, right? Like oh. if they really just want to be like, you know what she hates? Fish. <laughs> but it would still have Mina's face on it. Oh, like Sea Man. Yeah. <laughs> From the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, Carl probably would get uh, turned into a duck because he's not 100% sure that that's not how the duck summoning spell works already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would be a turtle. It's a nice, slow moving, right? Uh, not a whole lot going on. Plus, they're roundish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they pop their head out of their shell, they get a gun. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Both they make of you, good ninjas. That's yeah, true. Right. Both of you on your backs. You know, you're very vulnerable. <laughs> you know how good of a ninja Bruno is when he jumps into that hay cart and just disappears. <laughs> Both turtles and Bruno, very sufficient in wallowing in sewer filth. <laughs> oh, okay. True, true. Mm-hmm. Bruno probably basks in the sun as well while on the boat whenever he gets a chance. Yeah, got to show off these gams. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I have one follow-up question. Uh, cont- Drake asked a bit more here, specifically for Bruno. Oh, says when will we see Bruno make some moves toward opening his own pie shop? Oh wow, um, I'm sure that uh, that's definitely a twinkle in his eye. You know, maybe once he settles down, 
you know, once the, uh, the cart business, the coach business, you know, is really up and running, you know, really a moneymaker there. Mm. I think he could like definitely branch out. Is that you like your retirement plan? Yeah. Like pies to go pies on the go, a mobile pie shop. Oh, we're onto something. <laughs> we're getting yeah, there. Like Bruno's going to invent like Uber eats like <laughs> hundreds of years early. Cause it's going to be coaches that deliver pies. I'm, I'm right. This, this is a great idea. Is an old world food truck. Yeah. Like you're going to cook pies in this. Yeah. Carriage. This is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Could you call I it? Can't wait to burn that down. Pie go. <laughs> like piezo. Pie go. Um, Pies go. Pies go. <laughs> nice. JB's very excited right now. He's taking uh, notes. Yeah, taking notes on this one. Pies I gotta, in a car delivered are the notes you're writing down. Right. That wasn't a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone looked over me. You were saying it like that. a joke. Oh. All right, you got a review? I do have a review. Sweet. This comes from, I'm just going to use her first name, uh, from Stephanie. Uh, and sure, it's one of my favorite actual plays. And she says, I was hesitant at first because I've never played Warhammer before, but this podcast makes it easy to understand the rules and follow along. It's obvious the cast has fun playing together, both in their banter and the way they play off of each other in character. A good blend of adventure and humor that is definitely worth a listen. So thank you, Stephanie. And I'm hmm. girl, you get it. Play the game. You roll those dice. You got this. Thanks, Stephanie. All righty. Well, last time we left off, you guys got to Grissenwald, finally. Mm-hmm. And not known. Not Bruno known. keeps thinking we're going to. Yet. We're not yet. Yeah. On your we way. We'll be going. You're near Nome. Mm-hmm. And you were asking around. Carl uh, did well asking around about the Black Peaks. You learned that Itelka Hertzen had, uh, she's here um, she has a house of some kind over at the Black Peaks. You kind of saw when you came into town, some kind of mountains a little beyond inland from the river. And you learned something about the dwarves here. They've been here a while. They sold the mine to Itelka and they came in all drunk and going after Lucky, mistaking him for an elf because they were already drunk. And then you guys were trying to Lucky was running away. Others are trying to kind of deescalate the situation. And Bruno and said, we succeeded. Carl did succeed. <laughs> if Mina had also succeeded, he would have been able to calm him down. But uh, Bruno just decided to take things into his hand. Also a chair. And he is WWE style smashing a chair into the back of a dwarf. Here's or at least idea. he's trying to. We know Bruno's uh, track record with dice rolls. So, yeah. For real. So I'm going to make this a an opposed dodge test here against your melee basic. We'll count this as an improvised weapon. Do they get negatives for being drunk to dodge? It's a dexterity. I don't think agility. I can double check, though. Dodge is an agility check. Nothing is based on dexterity and skills, hun. When you're drunk, I know there's a negative to dexterity. I I don't remember if there is to agility. But if there's no test that's based on... The campaign is good when you're drunk. Yeah. All of this does not matter since I rolled an 84. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You swing a chair at him and you you just whiff. Uh, They're very short and um, I'm very slow. They're not much shorter than you. Uh, Could I potentially (laughs) for story reasons 
smash the chair on his back, but then it has zero effect on him. Like the chair is just made out of wicker. It just explodes. <laughs> the old wicker chair. It's actually one of those small ones that you put like porcelain dolls in to sit because you're creepy as hell. And like you just like smash that. Oh, man. Yeah. Do, uh, being drunk does affect agility. So I also failed. Oh, wow. Weapon skill, ballistic skill, agility, dexterity, and, init- and intelligence. Hmm. That's why I double check because I wasn't sure. So you pick up this chair and you swing at him, but you kind of miss and it smashes against the floor instead. And I'm like, take that. Two can play at this game. And they turn around. (laughs) So the guy turns around and he's like, oh, is that how it's going to be? And he steps up to you and he tries to sock you in the face. Oh, dodge it. I thought we were breaking furniture, not right. (laughs) Uh, So you try to dodge or do you want to try to weapon skill block it? I'm going to dodge. Okay. Because that's a high skill for me. I actually dodge it. Uh, I got a uh, eighteen over thirty-two under. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, because my guys work. are drunk, I'm going to count them as having failed three uh, consume alcohol checks. Yeah. Uh, so they're minus thirty to all those things. So I definitely missed. Well, you can see his swing is just wide. Like he's like not even close. He's just like. Argh. And All then right. the other one is going to, he's stalking after Lucky through the crowd. And he's like, where'd that point of year go? It's me, the chosen one outside the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he just takes his turn, like pushing people out of the way. And they're like, hey, get out of here, dwarf. And they'll take us back to the top with Carl for round two. Carl's still kind of committed to de-escalating here. So, oh, oh, does my previous charm success give me advantage because it was in combat? Uh, I'll, I'll be okay with that. All right, so Carl's going to uh, try and deceive them and call out and say, Hey, that elf is running out the door. (laughs) All right, I'll pose your deceive with an intelligence test, but they're currently at minus 30 to that because they're drunk. And I rolled a 99. Wow. That's that's incredible because I rolled a 95. (laughs) It's not quite an auto fail, but uh, would you? That, I mean, I said it's a post, so that is technically a success. <laughs> you I had a five percent chance to not to to lose that test, and I, I did it. Uh, so they you know, they buy it. As far as you see them, like look towards the door, like oh what? Lucky, are there any elves in here? You didn't notice any. Oh okay. You saw a bunch of humans, and then yeah, these two doors seems to be playing out okay. I'll just hang out. Just stay hiding with these people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mina. I don't know if we can get them outside. That would be ideal. Oh, because um, then you could kill them. Yeah, without all these witnesses. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Can I like? I don't want to hit them. Okay. Hit on them. Be like, hey, little guy. <laughs> um. Can Should I like? Kind of like herd them out with my shield, or like if they move towards the door, like I just want to follow them. Can I delay in action? Wait, uh, I don't know how this works. I don't I believe there's game. actually a delay thing in this game. Uh, if you want, I'll let you do like an athletics test to try to push, like, hurt, like you said, hurt them, like, you know, get your shield right up against him and kind of force them towards the door. Yeah. Which the one that was going after Bruno or the one that was trying to find Lucky? They both turned towards the door. Would, who's closer to me? 
probably the one going after Lucky. So then that one. Okay. All right. So we'll do an athletics check on this. Uh, I will pose it with my own athletics. Negative three success level. That's based on agility, so mine's really bad. I think that's negative five. Yes, because his agility is effectively negative ten right now. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> <a> quick uh, boy. <laughs> so yeah, I got. So you are able to hurt him towards the door. He doesn't okay. seem to be fighting it much because he's like, oh, went out, went out. Cool. Uh, Bruno. Um, this guy swung a punch at you, but missed pretty badly. And he looks like he's going towards the door. He now? turned around and is looking at the door, and then his friend is getting ushered out by Mina. You see. All right, I'll, I guess I'll try to usher this guy out as well. Kind of same, like, you know, like yeah, push him or yeah, push him, push him out. Yeah. Okay, so I'll do the same thing. I'll do an opposed Tough athletics. Chest and belly. Right. Which I can only pass right. if I roll a zero to five as an auto pass, which I don't. <laughs> Ooh. Um, what am I using? Athletics. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a sweet. Oh, my athletics isn't great. Um, Four degrees of failure. Oh, I had six. So Sweet. again, you succeed and you kind of push these guys towards the door and it's now their turn and they kind of rush out to the street yelling. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not sure what they're saying. But somebody slams the door real quick and they're like, oh, and we'll leave initiative. I almost hit a guy. <laughs> you did. <laughs> when he turned his back, I thought you were going to blast him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was really thinking about it. Like they're starting to leave. Like <laughs> the encounter's near over. If you're gonna shoot anybody back, that's the time to do it. Mm -hmm. All right. I didn't want to, you know, fire a gun indoors. I got yelled at last time. <laughs> yeah, you did. God. Carl was pretty mad. Well, it looks like you managed to resolve that without bloodshed. We did it. We saved the day. So everybody kind of like takes a breath, and then people slowly start to go back to what they were doing. Take a chair from oh. somebody else at another table and sit on that. <laughs> another wicker chair. <laughs> Groans under my weight. <laughs> Can I go outside? Sure. Okay. I don't know if that's such a good idea, Mina. I mean, we don't want to. We already tricked these drunk dwarves into leaving. We don't want to uh, invite their attention. Yeah, sure. I was hoping perhaps maybe to um, speak to them. I know that it is typical of dwarves to like being drunk but like the dwarves we were with with the spooky tower were not like this and i wonder if they are upset about selling their mine or like what is going on it it makes no sense for them uh to act in such a way and like farmer said they're just angry and being nasty i wonder why so i wanted to talk to them but perhaps you are right we tricked them i would hate for them to come back in and try to assault lucky again yeah, maybe we can find like a non-drunk dwarf or like a dwarf that will be drunk later, but it's too early in the day. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is a good idea. And we can, um, you know, like schmoozy schmooze with them uh, and give them ill to get drunk with. And that will make them want to cooperate more. With your gossiping, you did find out there is a dwarf, uh, like a dwarf settlement, like on the other side of the wall of this town. And where geographically is that wall? It would be to the south. Okay. Is that left or right? Right? You know I don't know south. <laughs> <laughs> I 
down. Down the map, further down the map. <laughs> do we have the Grissomwald map up for those watching the video version? Yeah, yeah we sure do. Oh, fun. Um, so it's not totally, uh, on this version of the map, it's not really shown on there, but it'd be on the southeastern or south southwestern uh, corner. Just beyond, that's like on the other side of the walls. If you go out the main gate, turn to your right, there's a dwarf settlement that has their own walls. So who are these new people I'm sitting with? I just sat down at their table. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, can, can I help you? So how was your day? Fine. What's uh, Tabitha been up to recently? Who, who, who are you? What are you? Oh, I'm lucky. <sighs> I have Herman to kicks the door open. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. It was great meeting you. Thank you. Uh, okay, you too. Great. Quack him real quick, Adam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give him the old quack. You squeeze him to make him quack? No. Okay, he doesn't quack. They're not magical. Oh, okay, good. They're just people. <laughs> all right, no sorceresses here, Mina. So you guys are all back yeah. at your own table. Sure. Okay. Well, it looks like we're going to have to investigate these dwarves um, while we're here. Yeah. It seemed pretty fishy. M maybe a little. Fishy, fishy. You know how I hate fish. Do dwarves like fish? <sighs> Could we give the dwarves, like, you know, a couple fish, like, as a present? I guess what so. What do I dwarves like besides alcohol? Oh, <gasps> okay. We can... We can take the fish, we can empty the fish out, uh -huh. and then we pour the ale in the fish Ooh. and it's like water skin. And then the fish will take on the ale flavor when they cook it. It'll be like a beer battered fish bowl. Yes, on the inside. Okay. Those little oh. birds you had at the golden trout, but fish. Oh, wait, uh, Bruno has that brandy. Maybe they would drink mm -hmm. that for us. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that. They like ale more than brandy. Uh, what's the difference? Bubbles, mostly? Yeah. Okay. Sure, I don't know. Yeah. So, do we, do we want to stay here in town tonight? Do we want to sleep on the boat? Do we want to go to Nome? <laughs> no, not known yet. I would not mind having a normal bed, I think. It has been a minute since we, I've been in a good bunk bed. And we might be here for a little while, so maybe we can negotiate like a, a weekly rate. Hmm. Oh, that is a good idea, Carl. Also, the crow's nest is starting to smell a little bit on the boat, so maybe air it out. We oh, yeah. open the windows. Yeah. So we go back to the boat to open the windows or do we already oh. open them before we left? What if it rains? Then the birds get wet. Well, you know, oh, we, yeah, no, we'll, we can't open the window. Yes. Curtis and Pepe. Yeah. will leave. But, yeah. You know, if your birds really <laughs> love you, they won't leave. <laughs> oh, that is one way to find out if they have seen you. It's a true companion. Uh, to be fair, they're both adolescents still, and I, I may have taken a shining to Griggs a little bit more than them and haven't gotten either of them fancy uh, outfits. So I, I guess I'd be a little bit nervous that just out of their teenage bird angst that they might try to run away for a little bit and not know their way back. Mm. Yes. It's, it's Honestly, it's for their safety yes. as much as mine. I agree. <laughs> so we go hit up some dwarves tomorrow, you think? or Yeah. 
Yeah, should be all right. Or do we ask around about that weird lady? I mean, we don't want to play our hands just out on the table. That's one thing that I learned from Philippe is that you, you got to keep your hands, your cards, you know, at least upright. Oh, yeah, that's yes. fact. Okay. And, and keep your hands in your own pens. <laughs> I did not learn that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we wanted to go and look at like the mine and the lady's house, uh, it appears that we would have to go past the Dwarven Shanty Town anyway, or is the place to the north and we have to take ferry? It's to the 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 mine and things are to the south. Okay, perfect. So yeah, all is on the ferry. All is on one trip. Yeah. And I mean, I'd rather go in the morning than late at night. Yes, I do not think tonight is a good time to go. Does anybody have ranks in navigation? I can't remember. Have ranks in it? Yeah, advances. No. Nope. Okay. You kind of saw the, the mountains in it. You're not sure how far from town they would be. Nah, that doesn't. I know you keep te- Bruno's the one that always tests it, but you still don't have advances in it. Yeah. It is probably a good idea to... uh you know, collect some some information too. We yeah. could do that tomorrow on our way to the dwarf town. What kind of information are you looking to fill up? What kind of information? What kind of information. Um, information about strange things happening, other than uh, since the dwarves sold the mine, perhaps. Okay. Um, you know, missing people, dead bodies. <gasps> well, you know that there have been a few farms raised. Yes. Since in the last week, they said three farms have been destroyed. Yeah, but maybe. Oh, like not get... like elevated. Oh, sorry. R-A-Z-E-D. Raised. I know. I'm kidding. Oh, like raised energy. Not a sponsor. Not a... They are a sponsor. They are, though. They are a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then. Yeah. Um, so the dwarves just like destroyed <laughs> a couple of farms. That's what the people are saying. Yeah. Did they actually. Did they take any hearts? From the farmers. Everybody make there. a lore Reichland. Oh my Sorry, god. Baby. What if they're actually dead dwarves and she's a necromancer? Sorry. 95. Got it. Lore Reichland is based on intelligence. No, I failed by one. Okay. Success level. Passed by one. Ooh. Ooh. Alex is shaking his head. So Bruno, nope, you nope, nope. you this does not sound like typical dwarf behavior. You're like the idea of dwarves. Dwarves are friends of men. Yeah. Ransacking farms like that just doesn't add up to you. Like why that does. No, that's not typical dwarf behavior. What you just saw a minute ago, you guys kind of resolved wasn't really typical dwarf behavior either, but not that out of the way. Like they were drunken fools. They, they didn't come and try to burn down the tavern, mm. you know? Oh. So this, this seems odd to you. All right. We'll have to explore this on the morning. Yeah. Is she a necromancer? Sounds like that's a working theory. Staring at me intently right now. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Cool. All right. Let's try to work out a, you know, long term stay deal with this tavern person. Tavern person. So typically a room. A night is uh, about 10 silver. We've seen before. Yes. You want to stay for, you want to pay in advance for a week? That seems like a long time. Doesn't that? I know that's what Alex threw out before. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do less? I Like, how long did we stay in Bogenhofen? It feels like we were there for over a week. It was like three days, four days. It does seem like a long time. Yeah. It was like 
25 episodes, but it was only a few yeah. days. What if we did like four days? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pay in advance for four nights. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. that would normally be 40. So let's call They give you a deal of 35 silver. Can I haggle that further? Yeah. Can I attempt to haggle? I should have had you do that before I gave you another number. Yep. Nope. Sounds like we're already <laughs> let's, starting on. Let's do a haggle. 35. Well, it would. Okay, yeah, you can try to haggle. We're not going to pass it. I don't know why you're worried. <laughs> I know. You have before. It probably me. has like a 40-ish percent chance. I don't know. Oh, no, it's fellowship-based. <coughs> I, I, I think you should give it to us for less money. It's <laughs> a lot of head shaking. <coughs> so, yeah, they say 35 for four nights they could do. Okay. All right. As long as you're for buying some us, drinks right? each night, yeah. What? Yeah, it's, that's for the room, and right. it'll fit all four of you. So you have kind of a base of operations here at the, uh, what did I say it was called? The Rivers Forked? The Rivers Forked, indeed. So you supernumerate guys, how, how much is that each? It's 12 silver into a gold. 20 silver so, to gold. Or tw- oh, it's 20 silver to a gold. So this is like one and a half gold split five ways. It's 0.3 gold each. Which is how many silver? <laughs> All right, let me actually bust out a calculator. <laughs> so it's 35, right? Wait, so you said 20 silver and a gold? Yeah. Okay, so I'm at 27, take away one. This is looking like six silver a pop. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. And then there's one left. Someone's got to pay one more. Uh, Greg's got it. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. So lucky you'll pay seven? No. I'm I know that. Six. Wait. Greg's will pay one. Six silver. That's only 24. Yeah. What are you, supernumerate? Show me your character sheet. <laughs> oh, never mind. Why is the most simple math stymie us every time? Well, it's 35 silver divided by four. That would be yeah. what, eight, eight and a half silver. So eight and then one person pays eight nine. And a quarter. Yeah. I'll pay nine. Okay. I think that's still not right, but <laughs> close <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, that. Yeah, five times, uh, or yeah, it's four times eight is 32. Yeah. So that so really three people should be paying nine and one person should be paying eight. Correct. There we go. There it is. Okay. Wow. Who who else is paying nine? Why is this so hard? We, we, (laughs) we're, we're we're in two people here. Uh, you're cutting this, right? Thank you. Uh, I'll cut out a little bit of it. He's keeping this. (laughs) I'll keep most of it. Wow, the, the ending music played, but there's still 10 minutes left. There must be some great behind the scenes content. <laughs> What's 35 divided by four? I don't know. It's a 6.1 <laughs> for, fun, for four of us, but one of us has got to do eight. I no have, way, all eight, two six. I haven't gotten to this point in Common Core math with Lily yet, so right, we just right. got to wait. This is fourth grade math. Oh, okay? my goodness. I really think that they teach uh warhammer money basics in common core math yep right i really should so who who else paid nine besides mina uh, i paid eight but greg's paid one so and I then paid who, nine. and then okay i so. paid nine so we all paid nine cool how much is the room 35 <laughs> silver all right, so you guys head up to your room as you got. Um, you can obviously leave stuff in here. Are you going to retire now and plan on doing stuff early in the morning, or do you want to do anything else tonight? It's not super late yet, but as always, I'm sure you're tired from spending all day on the water. 
I mean, we could just go chill in the bar for a while and see if we can pick up any other. That was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. After we make some bunk beds quick. <laughs> bunk bed it up. Ready? One, two, three. Ah! Hey! hey! 33. <gasps> Stop it. Is that where you rolled? Look at my dice. Did you both roll 33? This is the best. I'm point. getting a fake point back right? tonight. You no. We double crit. No. Oh, but Mina was it. You like her. <laughs> I, I never said I didn't like you. Super. It's a nice. Have a nice night. It's a very nice bunk bed. What type of check <laughs> is this? Strength. Strength. Oh, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what you were last time you tried to make bunk beds and you did the same thing. We we're like, it's a crit. Then I was like, is your strength thirty three? No, it's thirty one. <laughs> so it's a crit fail. You can't. It's crit a fail fumble. on skill checks. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You guys can take you take a little bit of time and you'll get it up there. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go down and, and mingle. Put yeah. our stuff away. We leave right. Griggs up here to watch the room. Some some people have left, new people have come in. Do you want to try to do like a fresh gossip test? Yes. Heck yeah. 31. That's <gasps> my strength score. I made it. Even <laughs> with a negative 10. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So look, you got made it. six negative success levels. Wow. You just like fall down the stairs and you're like, news. <laughs> no, I, I'm actively rubbing my back up against Carl to try to scratch it. So nobody will talk to him. Quick question. Yeah. I made a cool check, right? At the start of the day to ignore the symptoms from this or no? No. 66. <laughs> I don't think that's that a, that might be a pass for you actually. For endurance? Nah. You said cool. Oh, uh, what I say? Cool? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? No, it also doesn't pass that. Oh, okay. Good. Easy. I got four degrees of success on that uh, well, gossip check. Yeah, okay. Me and Bruno got the gas. I succeeded with zero. Got a little bit of that liquid courage in me. Liquid courage. All right, so we, you guys are talking, um, you know, shooting the shit with people again, different people this time. You also learned that the dwarves used to be the town's main suppliers of coal from this mine. They were making some money off of it. They weren't finding gold, as everybody knows dwarves love. But about three years ago, they sold the mine to Itelka. They came to Grissomwald 30 years ago. They mined it for 27 years, and then they sold it to her. They were at the same time they were hired to build a, a big fancy house. And then they built their own uh, settlement just outside of town called Kazid Slumbull. Sounds and like a great place. At first it was fine, like but they just kind of became part of the town. Uh, and then over time, they they got angrier and angrier. People aren't exactly sure what for. And they bought more and more uh, alcohol and just became drunks. But recently they came into a bunch of money. All of a sudden, it seems like they they're buying a lot more than they used to be. And people think that they are the ones attacking these farms. And that's how they have money is they're just stealing all the farmers money. Mm. Farmers are notorious for having huge stockpiles of money. Mm. <laughs> True. Timeline wise, three years ago, they sold the mine. Mm -hmm. Yes. How does that track with the other stuff that we know about happening in Nuln? Right. Like with the stuff in Bogenhofen where they sent the one son up to. Nuln oh, with Tugan? Back. Yeah. Yes. He returned from Nuln two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. 
Around There's the same some time-ish. overlap up there. Yeah. And you know, Tugan and Itelka know each other because the letter was to Tugan from Itelka. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. And uh, where does Ethel fit in again? Elsa? Itelka? She's the letter. Right. But what's right. the one that you say? Estelle. 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 Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody knows an Estelle. They do. They just don't want to admit to it because she's like the black sheep of the family. Mm. Uh, did anybody make that with two success levels or more? I had four success levels. Okay, you find that like people in town kind of know Itelka because she has to come in for supplies every once in a while. Mm. She's described as a friendly private woman who lives in a house near the mine, and she rarely visits the town, but when she does, she's perfectly cordial. Oh. But oh. she definitely looks like a noble. She looks very fancy. She's tall. So she's definitely not the one that we're looking for. No, I don't think so. And she always smells very strongly of perfumes. We've definitely got to find this Estelle. Yeah. I swear to God, she's a necromancer. I'm telling you. <laughs> so with the uh, with the dwarves not working the mine anymore, like is Cole still coming into the city from the mine or? That's a great question. She does not mine it herself. It is not, it's like an abandoned mine at this point. Nobody... Is, is actively mining it for coal. Okay. There's business opportunity. <laughs> this is so suspicious, sus, fishy, suspicious. <laughs> what? What? Why? Why? I'm not, I'm not, I'm just. No, but what's suspicious? What's your thing? All of it. Why would you, the, <laughs> the coal mine is still, like you said, Bruno, great business opportunity. Like, why would you buy an active coal mine that you can still actively get coal out of and then not do that. Like, I get it. Rich people do stupid things with their money because who cares? But there's something going on in that mind. Mina, I think you're, you know, becoming uh, a witch hunter is really sharpening your investigative skills. I, I was going to say the same thing. You've already assumed guilt on people you haven't met. You're pretty much already a witch hunter. <laughs> I know you and I cannot read. However, this letter is very incriminating. What does it say? Bruno, what does it say about the ritual and being on the precipice of darkness and greatness? Uh, it oh, says. Yeah, there was all that. Yeah. Uh, dear friend, right? Here is the scroll that you require for the ritual you mentioned in your last letter. Ritual. Is scroll actually there? Uh, no. I hated that ritual. Tugan was, reading, was reading from a big from scroll, scroll during the ritual. Ah. Mm -hmm. Do not forget that the... Um, the temple for such an undertaking must not be sanctified with fresh blood must be sanctified. There it is. As ever, I am filled with awe at the heights or should I say depths of your learning uh, now reaches. It seems only yesterday that we two dilettantes begged tutelage of the high master. And now you stand on the threshold of the abyss itself. If you manage to find the time to record your researches, do write me with the details of how the ritual progresses. Uh, perhaps one day, too, I might follow in your illustrious footsteps. Hmm. Your friend, Estelle. <laughs> That's sounding pretty evil. Tutelage. I mean, I didn't go to wizard college, but. Mm. Uh, tutelage. Tutelage. Two again. It adds up. It's all there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, so with the, especially with four uh, success levels, Bruno, you also find out that the, the mine in the Black Peaks there is six miles 
okay. south, like south southeast of town, through the forest. And there are farms scattered, kind of all about in this area. There are spots that are they have them. Would we, and you can decide not to divulge this information, would we go past the, any of the farms that had been raised on our way to? Uh, from, yeah, you can definitely go past farms. Okay. There's a, there's a definite path track through the woods, especially with the dwarves delivering coal for almost 33 decades. Uh, and there are a few farms on the way. Okay. Some of them have been destroyed. Okay. All right. So noble person. Mm-hmm. Wants to do ritual stuff. Mm -hmm. Somehow related to tutors. Mm -hmm. I think that we go and try to set up a coal mining guild. <laughs> and that's that's Love our it. end. And that's our end with this lady who Love probably it. smells really nice and also sounds pretty. Oh, you know, give her a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm. Don't push her over. That'd be mean. No, huh? I'm, I'm saying you could sweep her off her feet. Once again, it sounds like we're knocking this lady down and I don't want to do that. I wish I had a third reference to make. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you will bowl her over with your charms. Dan, edit that out. I was no, even listening, ed so edit me out. out. Don't edit Danny out. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. As far as our plan, I think in the morning, the first thing we should do is try to sell our wood. Yes. I think that is a priority before uh, more slab burns our boat down. I think we got to sell this when it things on no. fire. Especially when it's filled with so much non-unflammable ills. Yes. Non Science terms. Science words. Uh, I think we should do that. And then I think we should kind of progress through town so we can find out and go and speak to these dwarves and find out why they're acting like such maniacs. Mm-hmm. And then head out to Atelka's and uh, uh, and investigate that further. The coal miners guild. Yes. 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 Are there any like other like buildings of note in town? It's pretty standard town on the Reich. There's you know, like a, a small town hall. There's a chapel of Sigmar. There's all kinds of businesses. Okay. You know. Maybe we should actually, instead of Coal Miners Guild, talk about selling coal on the river since we actually have a boat. It might be a little bit more okay. more plausible and we know stuff about going on the river. I don't really know anything about getting coal out of the ground. I don't know about you guys. I do not either. Does anybody have trade prospector? I do. <laughs> Why? Not. Have that. I can play the drum and fife. <laughs> or, or, yeah, drum slash fife. I could train Griggs to be a coal miner. <laughs> Give a duck a little pick. Yeah. All right. So the plan is uh, get some sleep and then try to sell wood in the morning. Yes. Talk to the dwarves if you can. Yes. And then head to the mine. Yes. Yeah. Cool. In the morning, our wood has huge growth potential. <laughs> All right. So uh, have a nice night. Sleeping on a bed for the first time since Kemper bed. Um, it's comfortable. Mm. Uh, the bunk beds are extremely comfortable. Yeah. They you all know, get a really nice restful sleep. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I think nobody's been down wounds since the signal tower, so I'm sure we're fine there. Yep. Uh, the next morning, it's a pretty bright day. Uh, not too cloudy this oh. time. Uh, you want to head down. Where are you going to go to try to sell the wood? Uh, the wood selling market. Oh, right. Of course. 
Is there like other people at the docks that we can talk to? Yeah, the docks are always busy once the sun's up. Is there a main market as well? I mean, now that this town doesn't have any coal or a good supply of coal coming in, we could burn right? all the wood and make coal. We could sell the wood as a coal alternative. Oh, yeah. Be green about so. it. Yeah. 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 But I really think we should sell the wood in Nome. I don't know. I, you know, if we can uh, unload the uh, wood here, maybe we, you know, we even got room in the boat for the coal. Even better sell. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Depending on like the um, the transfer rate of wood to coal. Wood to coal. All right. So I've got actual rules for being tell- by telling if you can sell something or not. What a reason the Death and the Right Companion doesn't have Gris involved in their list of their gazetteer of the Grand Principality of Reichland. Uh, maybe it's not. Oh, it's on this side of the Reich, so it should be part of Reichland, but it's not here to tell me uh, as much about it. But we decided it's going to be a size three settlement similar to the same as Kemperbad. Not quite as many people, but within that size range. Um, so I'm going to make a roll here to see if you can find a buyer today. I would say if I don't, I'll roll with a, a slight penalty the next day to see if there's different people sure. here coming okay. and going. So. Uh, unfortunately, nobody is looking for this timber today. Yes. You didn't want to sell the timber? He wants to sell it in Nuln. All right. <laughs> All right. So he struck out here, which most likely means we're about to find a treasure chest. Mm. Oh, a friendship okay. with doors. Oh, okay. So also um, says failure indicates there is no demand for the size of cargo the characters are trying to sell. If they wish, you may offer to sell half the cargo and I'll roll again. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. We could sell half of the timber now and maybe half another time. But there's no seller. We're the seller. The We're buyer. There's no one who wants that much of what we They have. just can't handle all our wood. <laughs> this lets us sell some of our wood now and throw some wood and null around too. The, everyone wins. We get to sell your wood and all, and we get to sell some wood here. To and I really load. think Carl had a good point that, like, if we really want to pass this off to this woman, it's like, well, hey, we can, like, transport coal for you. Like, we should have room on our boat to be able to do that. All right. Diversify our portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Now you're thinking <laughs> like a CEO. Yeah. All right. All right. So you're going to see, you want me to roll, see if you can find a buyer for half of the yes. timber? Yes. Almost the same exact roll. Not today. Can you make a roll to see if we can sell half of the half? <laughs> Just keep going. Fail. Oh, nuts. Going down that. Can you start rolling hole? good? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not a really high chance, but. All right. Yeah. Not this time. All right. These people just don't know good wood when they see it. Yeah. It's a little veiny. It's probably off putting to some. It's just got a really great like pattern to it, you know? Yeah. It's got a character. And it bows slightly to the left. Let's go check out some dwarves. Alrighty. So you head out of town, uh, down out of the south gate, which is really the only real gate because everywhere, all all the other borders of the town are the river anyway. And you see this other area has their own separate wall that starts at the wall of Grissenwald and then curves around to this area you know is called Kazid Slumbull. Maybe the dwarves will want to buy the wood. 
Oh yeah. Dwarves like wood. Yeah. Dwarves hate wood. Yeah, oh no. Like, they like stone better. Their their wall their walls here are made of stone. Um, and you can uh you can head right into Kaz's Slumble if you wish. It's there's a few dozen clearly um at least a few dozen dwarves in this area. There's a, quite a few buildings. Um, but you can see they have their own little like square area, their own shops and things like that. Oh, uh, but there's there's clearly some traffic between Grissenwald and Kazan Slumbull from the main road to here. Like I said, it's, it's right. It's like abutted right up against the wall of Grissenwald. So it's not like you went really anywhere. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to do in here? Obviously, the buildings are much lower here. They're all one story. Doors don't like to build up. Yeah. They can. They like to build down into the ground, of course, but they do have these walls. Uh, everybody make a. Who wants to walk upstairs? Average perception test. Mm, 87. 79. Uh, with a plus 20, that is uh, four success levels. <laughs> Thank God for Carl. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> with, with four success levels, you see that this place looks a bit run down. Not what you would expect from dwarves. Um, you do see in the middle there is a much larger uh, building that looks a bit better condition. And but as you come in through the uh, stone walls, you do notice most of these buildings are wood, which you all would recognize as kind of odd. Ah. Dwarves build with stone any chance they can. Maybe these are like not maybe. Real Maybe these dwarves are into wood and we can actually sell. Yeah, man. Yeah. We can we make our way to the dwarf wood market? <laughs> you know, I mean, you see like a square that has different stalls and stuff. OK, we go to the one where people buy wood from us. <laughs> uh, you want to make a hangled test? I do. As I'm scratching bread flakes and stuff off my neck. It's going to be hard. Trying to get these dwarfs to take our wood is going to be hard. Yes. The wood's already as hard as it's going to be because I rolled a nine. Ooh. It's going to be a very hard test. <laughs> <laughs> I spit on it first. And, uh, so with, with my negative 10 to uh, that, uh, you know, bread fever, that would be two success levels. Wow. Okay. Um, you find out that uh, some woman's like, well, we could use some wood, but uh, it's not something that we're currently in the market for. But all your buildings are made out of wood, which we could use some patching up. It's true. Why don't. Uh, is there a reason that your buildings are made out of wood? Uh, it's what's available around here. There's not just a lot of there's not many rocks. Well, I mean, there's the Black Peaks, but they're full of coal. You can't build them. You're not going to be building out of coal. Oh, that's fair. Oh, so just construction stone just isn't super plentiful? Not not here, no. Huh. That's yeah, nice. sometimes you got to make do with what you got. But uh, yeah, we're not really able to be buying some wood right now. Hmm. Hmm. Especially about? a whole little cargo ship of it. What's that? Especially not a whole cargo ship of it. Well, I'll make you a special deal and I'll give you half off of what you have to buy. So you only have to buy half of a cargo ship. Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to be probably best to be talking to Gorham about that kind of stuff. OK, kind of takes care of our financials. Where's Gorham? Uh, over there. He points to the, the one building that kind of stood out to Carl as better kept. Well, uh, all right. Well, th hey, thank you. Mm hmm. All right. Finger guns and moonwalk away. <laughs> 
74. <laughs> it's been a long time since you've tested yeah. for that. Yeah. All right, let's head to Gorham. Good job, Lucky. I did it. All right, so you head over to this nicer building. It's a bit bigger thing. It's clearly better kept. It just looks better constructed from the beginning. And you see two like heavily armed and armored dwarves standing outside a doorway. Hmm. And they just kind of look in. You're like, what do you want? We're here to see Gorham. You got an audience with Gorham yeah. Greyhammer? Uh, an audience? Um, we're merchants. We uh, we came from all the way uh, all the way from Altdorf. Oh, well, what do you want to talk with him about? Oh, we we've got some cargo to sell. Well, we will come to you if we want to buy something. You don't need to be coming here. How would you I know? mean? You'd come to us if you already knew about the great deals that we have. Mm. But I, I don't know that Gorham has heard about all of our great merchandise. And that seems like we've got to, you know, be proactive sellers. Mm. Make a hard charm test. Doesn't seem like they'd really want you to talk to this guy, Carl, can because he's the one talking to him. Oh, hey, can I do that cool test to ignore my symptoms? Yeah. I can I uh Dan, I rolled a 98. Uh, uh oh, do you want to use a fortune? Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like this was gonna be an uphill battle anyway. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, I'm also gonna try to be cool today. Nope. I got it with three levels. Okay. It says if you want to withhold from this for a while, pass an average cool test. So I'd say that would last as long as you're in Kazit Slumble. You can resist from scratching and being weird about it. Okay. Uh, they're like, mm, no, nah, if we want to be buying stuff, we'll be heading over to the, the human market, the manling markets there and figure it out on our own. You don't need to be coming here selling your wares. Mm. He points to a science as no solicitors. <laughs> what does it say? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 sorry. I don't I don't know how to read or write. If I'm being honest, <laughs> well, we had it on good authority that uh, you fine dwarves had uh, come into a little bit of cash. So we were hoping that um, you know why? What are you getting into our business for? You need none of your business. What kind of cash we have? Well, no. It sounds like you just need to head back to your manly village there. It is not our business, but it is your business to know uh, that the reputation of the dwarves in this stronghold is going straight down the river, as they say. They are accusing you all of stealing from the farmers. And now, the, you just farms. wait a minute. I am not accusing you. I am telling you what I heard. You better not be accusing nothing because... Of course not. We know some wonderful dwarves, and we know that does not sound like dwarves at all. Oh, yeah. Right. You better. Yeah, just... we want to help dwarves with some like spooky undead things. It was just up the river. All right. All right. You're just telling stories now. You need to get back onto that. Get inside your own walls here. I mean, you can say that we are just telling stories, but you can also just ask our friend yeah. Angel's Stronghammer. Whatever. Angles. Angles. <laughs> Angels. Was it Angels Stronghammer? Was that her name? Yep. Oh, she just make that up. And Dron and Rorik. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, every dwarf knows every other dwarf, <laughs> right? What she's trying to say. So, obviously, we're pretty much all friends. She's here. like, I don't know who you're talking about, but uh, time to get got. Hmm. It kind of shoes you away. Well, um, just just leave it up to uh, Gorham to tell him that we were here and that he could find us over at the Forked 
Rivers. Not probably not gonna. What a dick. I'm gonna stab this guy. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, thank you for your time. Mm. Do you have any um no dwarf go gunners? away? <laughs> what? Do you have any dwarf gunners here? <laughs> no. No, get out of here, Manly. All right. I just swing my weapon willy nilly on our own. Looking to add a safety to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you guys leave Kaz's Slumble? I mean, I guess so. You're making it pretty clear we can't talk to anybody here. Such Failed big decisions from such tiny men. Right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make uh, a what check? Would you want to go Did check out one of these raised farms? farmsteads? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. I think that's a great idea. See if there's any clues there. All right. Yeah. So a bit of a dead end there at this time. But uh, you're going to head along the track towards the mine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, you know, it's about six miles. We're not um, walking all six miles. <laughs> uh, a little less than a mile Coaches for that. <laughs> I'll reveal some on our Grissenwald and surroundings map down this path. And to the east, which would be your left, you do find one uh, a farm. Did you want to check out a farm or do you want to wait to get to a raised destroyed farm? Yeah. A regular old happy farms, not like a place for us. Right. Right. All right, so you left town. We'll say it was still fairly early morning. Kaz's Slumble only took probably five, maybe ten minutes at most. Walking around talking because it didn't uh, get you too far. Um, and it's going to be, as you're walking along the path, uh, let's say with all, you guys did really well on those gossip checks in town. We'll say that you were able to um, get directions to the mine. Uh, they say you, you basically you just keep heading south as much as you can to get to a couple intersections at both of them. You continue straight on. Um, if you're looking specifically for a destroyed farm, they tell you at the second intersection, if you turn left, it'll take you to one of those farms. If you continue straight on, it'll take you to the mine. All right. Destroyed farm, right? Destroyed farm. Yeah, we got to find out what we're getting into. Yeah. All right, so at this point, that'll be, that's roughly five miles you've gone. So we'll say about an hour and a half you've been walking. Um, so it's now kind of late morning. It's not terribly hot today. I said it was kind of uh, sunshiny, but most of this is a path through the woods, so it's not like super hot. Uh, and it'll take you to one of these destroyed farms. And around here, they're living in the wilderness, more or less. They're pretty close to a settlement, but it, the, the farmstead itself is really just three buildings that are all walled together. You've got a barn, you've got stables, and there's a house, um, which you assume is what they were. They've all been burned down as their remains. And here you, so we, if you guys are looking at the map, I put uh, another boat icon to represent where the party is now at one of these destroyed farms. And you see there's not that much left. Uh, this one was burnt down. Looks It wasn't like last night or anything because there is, um, it's not warm anymore or anything like that. It's been yeah. at least a few days. Hmm. Uh, you're not sure exactly how long unless you want to, if you have maybe outdoor survival, you could tell how long it's been. Three success levels. Wow. Wow. Okay. So this does seem fairly recent. This farm was probably burnt down um, within the last three days or so. Oh, wow. 
Any bodies? Uh, no. Okay. Not left. Uh, do you guys want to do a bit searching around? Yeah. Which you certainly can. Yeah. So we do a easy perception test. To take a look around for anything. Wow. Oh, wow. Thank gosh it was easy. Easy, easy plus 40? Yes. Okay. Made it with zero success levels. Okay. I made it with six success levels. There you go. Whoa. I'm percepting everything. I'm like Griggs Almost over here. Three. Quack. See you with seven. Seven success levels? Wow. Whoa. There's got to be pie involved. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's very astute. It smells like meat pie. <laughs> well, with that many. So first off, you guys are looking around. You see um, the, the farms. Obviously, there are fields and stuff around. Um, uh, but the, the buildings aren't usually too far from the forest line. Uh, clearly, they do some of their own like lumberjacking and chop down some trees and whatnot to clear it out for visibility and to use as well. And as you're looking around the farm, right by the tree line, you find a sword. Oh. That doesn't look like a human sword. What it, what kind of sword does it look like? It looks really in bad shape. Like it looks like metal that hasn't really been smithed properly. It's just kind of like broken off. Um and it looks like it was uh, cooled poorly and there's a bit of a wrapping around just so the, the the metal just kind of gets thin at one end they wrap it up to, to work as a handle but there's no like pommel or anything like that so everybody can make an intelligence test to see if you figure what this might be from no idea negative four success levels it's not a dwarven sword it does not look a dwarven no. make certainly not it's way too low quality for that it's an undead dwarven sword <laughs> that's gonna intuition intelligence. intelligence just a just a straight up challenging intelligence test no I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no. take it with Milton me. 83. Okay. Can I take it with me? Yeah, it, it would be like a short sword for you. It's kind of small. But yeah, it's really just really, really low quality. But it's metal, but like yeah. not nice. We could take it to the dwarves, see if they um, know of their this make. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm sure that they've got a smith. Um, as you're looking around here, there's anything specific you want to look at while you are doing this? Any, anywhere you want to go specifically? Kitchen or storehouse? <laughs> I was actually going to say a larder. Yeah. I want to check on their cheese stores. <laughs> uh, so the buildings themselves have been just, there's no more kitchen anymore, but you could sort you know, move the, the burnt timber around to try to find a, a trap door down to a larder. Yeah. What's a larder? The space, you do space like down under the kitchen that's usually cooler to keep things like, like a root that cellar. Go bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody selling roots around here? Roots. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you could go, you could find that and um, down below. Uh, anything on like higher shelves is pretty ruined, but mm -hmm. below that, you do find some cheeses and things. Oh, stock up. You want to grab some food? That smoked good now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to look at? I'll check out the stables. Okay. I mean, everything's ruined in here. Yeah, I check burnt. out the one thing that's not ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job. Thanks. Found it. Really? So, so the sword was found near like the tree line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looking at the surrounding forest, does it seem like there's any kind of like trail? Clearly, this wasn't done by dwarves. Obviously, we knew that. Do you have track as a skill? No. Is any? I don't think so. Uh, make a difficult perception test if you're looking specifically for something like that. 
I got it. Zero success levels, but I got it. Okay, so you see a bunch of tracks. Uh, obviously a bit old, but you can find some indents in like uh, bare dirt mm-hmm. um, that look like some are humanoid and some look more like animal. Like what type of animal? They look like paws. Okay. Centaurs. Yeah, probably centaurs. <laughs> Walking on their hands. Uh, so as you're looking at this, Mina, make a, a difficult intuition test. No. But So you see these tracks. This is so hard because I know, but she doesn't know. Mm. Yeah. I appreciate you separating the two. Yep. I'm going to call the others over to show them. Okay. So you point out there's some humanoid tracks. It looks like feet. And then there are some more like paws. So the dogs had, or the dwarves had dogs with them. Hmm. I don't think the dwarves, what, what self-respecting dwarf would carry a sword like this? No one. Uh, they would rather die than hold blades like this. Why? They're short. That's a short sword. That no, it's sense. poorly made. It's horrible quality and craftsmanship. That is not how dwarves are. Well, normally they would, like she said, sometimes it's all you have available. Maybe no. they have no handles here. I don't know. Oh, they not. need wood for the handles. Oh, they probably do. <laughs> With this forest surrounding them. <laughs> hmm. uh, so anybody looking at these tracks can make a difficult intuition test. 80. 81. I'll give that a whirl. <laughs> oh, I rolled a two. Oh. Yay, Carl. Carl, the lifelong urbanite, is definitely going to get some insight into these animal tracks. <laughs> so you're like, wait a minute, let me you follow the tracks into the woods just a few paces. And then you're like, oh, that's pretty freaky. And you see a body laying in the woods with a few arrows in it. And you would immediately recognize it as a goblin. Ooh, it isn't. This is a pretty messed up looking dwarf. <laughs> so it's immediately obvious that is a goblin short sword that you found. All right. And you all know that goblins love to be with wolves, which makes sense for the paw tracks. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch, talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything 
and everything. Pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual.